The former president has been indicted again, this time a federal grand jury placing charges on President Donald Trump. This all going into the uh, aftermath after the 2020 election, January 6th, all that is involved in it. To talk about that more, Chris Cooper, Western Carolina political science professor, is with me here on the show. Thanks for being uh, with me, Chris. Yeah, thanks for having me. As an App State guy, I actually have a, a side question here for you. I went to the Luke Combs concert a few weeks ago, and I sat next uh-huh. to a woman whose child went to Western. And uh, she said, sorry, I guess we're rivals. We can't like each other. But I looked and I saw we haven't played football against each other since November of 2013. So are we still rivals? Yeah, I don't think so. You know, maybe in the minds of some, but not the enlightened like you and I. There we go. Yeah. So so I can keep so we don't have Charles, you don't have to drop the call. We're all good. You know, I'm not going to not going to ditch Chris now. But that said, Donald Trump now uh, this is uh, just another indictment against him, or is it just another indictment against him? It's kind of weird having multiple now. It was big news when we had the first, but now it's like, oh, there's another. There's another, and I think pretty soon we're going to have another, right? I think everybody seems to believe that uh, there's another one coming from Georgia you know, any week, if not any day. So is it just another? I mean, I guess it is, but boy, if you read this indictment, it seems pretty damning, and it also seems mostly unassailable. I mean, if you read the indictment, you say, okay, what part of this might be false? What part of this might be hearsay? What part of this might not really be borne out in court? It's kind of hard to identify just true misinformation. So um, in terms of public opinion, yeah, it's probably just another indictment. In terms of what it might mean legally, this one feels like it might have some more weight. So the indictment charged Trump with conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction and attempt to obstruct an official proceeding, and conspiracy against rights. Uh, One thing that I have read that was diving deeper into this whole situation, a very interesting takeaway, is that they are going to have to prove that Trump knew that the election was done and that he was willingly trying to do something wrong. What kind of evidence is it going to take to prove that Trump knew that he had lost as opposed to thought he still had a chance? Right. I mean, my guess is it's going to probably involve getting testimony from people Trump said this to. Right. So one thing that a lot of folks are are noting here is that Mark Meadows' name doesn't appear anywhere in the indictment. Look, there's a lot of reasons that could be true. Could just be Meadows' had nothing to do with this, but I think a lot of folks believe, and I tend to put some credence behind it, that the fact that Meadows' name is not mentioned might mean that Mark Meadows is playing ball um, with the feds on this. And if he is, it could very well be that Meadows might perhaps testify and say that uh, what Trump had told him on various occasions. So it's going to have to say from a enough vote, I think it's possible that it sticks. Yeah, there are six unnamed co-conspirators within this, uh, and it's important that they are unnamed. It looks like Meadows would be one of those, and I have heard some experts say that uh, it's very possible that whether they're already playing ball with the investigators or not, this could be the opportunity for one of those six or all of the six to then go contact the investigators and say, hey, I'll testify. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And folks looking for North Carolina connections here, Sidney Powell there's a lot of speculation in the News and Observer and the Washington Post and the New York Times, all sorts of folks saying that number three on this list, co-conspirator number three, might be Sidney Powell, North Carolina native, uh, went to UNC Law School, 
lived in Asheville until fairly recently. So th- there's a North Carolina connection to everything, including this indictment, it turns out. Uh, looking further into this, uh, obviously Trump is still number one on the GOP side in terms of polling, and uh, Pence isn't even on the radar anymore. He wouldn't be invited to a debate if there was one today based on his polling numbers. Uh it doesn't seem like to me that this indictment is going to make any sort of a difference on that because uh, he, Trump's already been indicted and the, the voters know that. Sure. It's already baked in, right? I mean, in some ways, this is like 2016 when people hit Trump with all these charges that he was a philanderer and that he you know, was unfaithful to his wife. And, and look, we already knew that about Donald Trump. It was already baked into people's opinions. And so that was not the grand reveal that some people thought that it was. So in terms of electoral politics? No, I don't think this is going to be a game changer, at least in terms of the primaries, particularly when you see that other than Chris Christie and Mike Pence, it appears that all the other Republicans are you know, attacking the DOJ rather than attacking Donald Trump. So their argument is essentially something to the effect of the DOJ has gone way too far. Donald Trump should not have been indicted for this, but don't vote for him, vote for me. Uh, that'd be tricky. And then it comes down to the point that, say, the president does get uh, found guilty of a federal charge, which is very different than like a Stormy Daniels case situation, mm-hmm. uh, and another GOP runner actually wins the election and becomes president, do you pardon Trump? That's another one of the uh, things to spin out here. I mean, my guess and i mean anybody's guessing here right anybody who says that we have you know real history or facts to go off of here i think is lying we, we just don't know but the only thing we could look for of course would be what uh, gerald ford did for richard nixon and so from that maybe you would say that a republican might pardon donald trump but who knows if that republican is ron DeSantis, it means one thing if that republican is chris christie might mean something very very different and the possibility of going to jail, I'm sure, would look very different for a president who has Secret Service agents as opposed to just a person like you and me. Yeah, I mean, it just boggles the mind, right, that we're even having this conversation. But what would that look like to have Secret Service agents in jail? Heck, what would it look like to be president of the United States from jail, to run for president of the United States from jail? I have no idea what the answers to these things are, but that is the reality we're living in now. I mean, none of those are, believe it or not, insane possibilities to think through. We could end up in one of those scenarios. And it could get more complicated, too, as Hunter Biden's situation, the deal that they had, uh, fell through, at least for the time being. He possibly now could go to jail, the president's son. And so we could deal with the situation where a new president or Donald Trump or uh, Joe Biden is in office uh, in a few in, in a year from now, and both Hunter Biden and Donald Trump are dealing with possible jail time, and then you throw the question of a pardon up there. That could get really complicated. Yeah, it sure could. Yeah, do you pardon your own son if he goes to jail? I mean, heck, I have no idea again what the answer is to that one. But as you point out, that is not you know that that is not. Uh, I mean, that is very much a possibility. Which uh, a few years ago, I would have told you you were nuts. I would have said I'm not showing up on the show again because you've lost it. Well, guess what? In 2023. That's all a very plausible question, a very plausible problem. I still might have lost it. It's all, this is all very possible, but I think I probably still lost it. Chris Cooper, Western Carolina political <laughs> science professor, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good to talk to you always.